Um, so this is Jesse Seneshaw, and I'm interviewing Maravick Mitchell at Moody Middle School um, on April 5th, 2017. And can you start by telling me a little bit about yourself as a teacher? Yes, my name is Maravick Mitchell, and I've been teaching here at George H. Moody Middle School for 16 years. Uh -huh. I taught before at uh, the Mathematics and Science Center for uh -huh. two years, and then for six months, I taught at Hermitage High School Honors Biology and Chemistry. Okay, was that the Math Science Innovation Center? Yes, oh, Math okay. Science Innovation Center. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That, was that right when it got started, or? No, it's no, there's already been, yeah. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Um, and what do you teach here? I teach uh, advanced IB physical science, mm -hmm. and also this is the first year I'm teaching design. Mm -hmm. What's design? Design is the, uh, it's one of the IB uh, subject mm -hmm. and uh, that we need to uh, teach it to, for the, to the students. They must have 50 hours of design class. Mm -hmm. And this is just like problem solving and uh, one of the design I was doing this year is the uh, science research project. Mm -hmm. So going on analyzing uh, problem mm -hmm. and but coming up with a solution on how to solve that particular problem. Okay, cool. That sounds like an interesting class. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. our kids also uh, the design too. Our kids are building a uh, bridge out of popsicle stick mm. and uh, to find out how much weight it will hold. Okay, that's a cool project. <laughs> um, <laughs> And can you describe your school for me a little bit? Yeah, uh, Moody Middle School is two-thirds uh, IB. Our students applied from all over Henrico County, fifth graders. When they're in fifth grade, they come here to observe and see if this is the school for them. Mm -hmm. And then they applied and they look at their fourth grade uh, grade and test scores and then PIP grade, I think the first semester score and then the teacher's recommendation and then they write an essay and then they grade that and mm -hmm. then they choose the top 225 mm -hmm. from all of those students that applied and then that's two-thirds of our population and one-third is our community st student that live in the zone. Okay, okay, great. Um, so, moving into your action research project, um, you know, we started last summer uh, with our three-day workshop, and part of that was identifying a problem that we that you wanted to um, try to address through research. Can you tell me a little bit about um, the problem that your action research project is addressing? Yeah, the problem is uh, I want to see more if uh, the inquiry-based uh, learning, teaching and learning, uh, will have any effect on students' uh, cognitive engagement mm -hmm. and ability on uh, in class. Mm -hmm. So are you, did that kind of come from the idea that you don't think that students are as engaged cognitively as they should be in, the, in school? Is that something you're observing or...? Right, I observed that because these kids are high achievers, and uh, but they are not, they they don't know how to apply, mm -hmm. and they don't think outside the box, 
mm -hmm. and uh, all they want is uh, they will ask you a question, they expect you to answer them, give mm -hmm. them the answer. Mm -hmm. So my thing is how about if they ask me a question and I give them back a question mm -hmm. and let them figure it out and uh, apply the knowledge that they got to the question that I'm asking them. Yeah, why, why do you think um, having that ability um, is important for students? Uh, I think because uh, they are so used to uh, just getting the answer right away, mm -hmm. so they did not do not have time to think mm -hmm. and uh, go further than that to uh, think deeper. Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to, looking at the Bloom's taxonomy, they're beyond knowledge, and I want them to be able to apply. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's going to be valuable to them as they move into higher grades and out into their, to their lives and careers? Yes, I really believe that if these kids are prepared to think in a higher level thinking, and they'll be able to be, they will be successful in high school mm -hmm. and beyond. Yeah, good, good, excellent. Um, so what was the, the question that you started with when you, when you started your action research project? Well, the original question was, does hands-on learning increase students' cognitive engagement? Mm -hmm. But then I said, well, we do a lot of hands-on, but it's still like our hands-on is like um, lab cookbook because they already have mm -hmm. a step. So mm -hmm. they already know, like, what is it that you're expecting us to to uh, figure out, to find out, mm -hmm. to, to draw the conclusion. So research shows that such inquiry-based teaching is not so much about seeking the right answer, but about developing inquiring minds, and it can yield significant benefits. Then after reviewing some related literature, I looked at it, and I posed this new research question. Mm -hmm. Does inquiry-based teaching increase the students' cognitive engagement that will eventually lead to higher order thinking? Okay. So it changed my mind because like the lab that we have that they provided in school is like, I, like I said, it's like a cookbook lab. You mm -hmm. already know, the kids already expect what it is. But with the new uh, uh, challenge that I give them, they'll be able to tell me uh, with a higher level questioning, I ask them, they go beyond that. Mm -hmm. What's an example of a, an activity like that? Uh, example is like when I ask them to uh, do the, uh, when they did the, uh, they build a roller coaster in my class. Yeah. And so I just gave them the materials. These are the only materials you can use. Mm -hmm. And then you need to be able to uh, do uh, your roller coaster, uh, need to be able to go from the starting point to the end point. So there's time limit to it, mm -hmm. how it will go. But it it's also have some complicated design that they will go through. So there's a lot of trial and errors. Mm -hmm. And then looking at those data, they're able to analyze what mistake they made and make those changes. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, how do you want it to look like? Mm -hmm. So the kids are used to, these days are used to, when you give them a prob problem, they ask you to, well, can, can we see the last year's pro project? Mm -hmm. 
See, that's, I don't believe on that because otherwise they'll just copy that particular project mm -hmm. that you give them. Mm -hmm. So I want them to be able to go beyond that. Here's the rubric, I will give you the rubric, what I'm looking for, but then you do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And also limiting them on one thing is not good. Like if you're doing a project, you just don't tell them, just do a PowerPoint of the project. You can ask them, you can do a PowerPoint, you can do a poster, so let them, because some of them have different levels of uh, uh, learning style. They mm -hmm. have different learning styles. Some of them are good in, in uh, computers, some of them are good in drawing pictures, and, mm -hmm. and so on. So I want them to be able to explore their um, whatever skills that they have and develop that some more. Cool. Uh, when you, so when you ran your project, you had a question about the relationship between your curriculum and, and increase, you know, increasing their outcomes, their learning, and their engagement. Um, how, did you, how did you measure that? How did you know that uh, the interventions you were doing were successful? Okay, what I did is, first, that's really hard. I said, how can I do this? And then mm -hmm. I start looking at what kind of inquiry lab I can do that really, truly are inquiry. Mm -hmm. And so how, how will I measure their uh, cognitive engagement, their ability? So I had those uh, uh, Bloom's taxonomy, level of Bloom's taxonomy, and I, have, I made a chart, like remember, understand, apply, analyze, evaluate, and create. Mm -hmm. And every time I hear them ask question, that's just remembering or understanding, I put a tick mark. So I collected all those mm. when during class. And I did this for three weeks. I collected data okay. in that particular class. And then I said, how do I know that it's really increasing their cognitive ability? I don't have anything to compare them with. Mm -hmm. So I have another class of physical science, and mm -hmm. with them I also have a chart that I made and collected data. Mm -hmm. And it really, as we progress doing the lab, uh, the inquiry lab, my first period class is really gaining more knowledge than my second period class. Mm -hmm. So I felt like that's not fair to them. So I, right. after a while, I, I know I quit doing that because mm -hmm. that's not fair to them. I want them to be able to have the same experience as, as my first period class. Okay. So I did that and then I also gave a pre and post test that I analyzed. Okay, and what did you find from the test results? That uh, the first test, they did not do as well. And as we developed this critical thinking, uh, uh, inquiry-based lessons and higher-level questionings, the, the scores went way up. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds very successful. And then I, I think the most positive thing is the student engagement. The students okay. are really excited to come and see. When they walked in my classroom, I always have my agenda on the board. And then when, when they see that we're doing an inquiry lab, they all get excited. They mm -hmm. want to do it. They, they ask for it, in fact. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's, mm -hmm. that's a really good sign. So you were beyond sort of the anecdote of, of seeing increased engagement, were you, were, you, were you measuring engagement in any way or just kind of like you just kind of felt it? As a teacher. Yeah, I just yeah. felt that the okay. excitement of the kids yeah. and uh, like I said, it's just the way they ask me the questions and, mm -hmm. and so on. Yeah, 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 that's great. And and really truly excited. And I said that uh, and then sometimes they they ask each other question when I, I was 
walking around listening to them, mm -hmm. which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, what were some of the biggest challenges as you were conducting your research? The biggest challenges are time. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> time is my biggest challenge and developing lesson, truly mm -hmm. uh, inquiry-based lesson, because it's hard. Mm -hmm. People think inquiry-based is like, oh, just let your kids play. Mm -hmm. It's not like that. It's, it's really, there's a lot of things that you need to set up, the lab, and then your the type of questioning you're going to ask the kids, you need to have those also prepared. And mm -hmm. you can't just sit in your desk because some people think, oh, just let them play and let them do the lab and you can sit and grade your paper. Mm -hmm. But it's not that. How do you know that really are uh, uh, cognitive engage, engage if you can't hear them ask each other question or, mm -hmm. or listening to them and then follow up with a good question. So you can really see that they were thinking mm -hmm. and analyzing their data. Okay, so um, more time would have been... Would more have, time would have been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. challenging, right, right. Um, do you felt like you, you, you've learned a lot through the course of your study? And if so, what would you say you've learned? Yes, I learned a lot, and I really, truly believe that inquiry is the way to teach science. I really believe not just science. I think inquiry-based lessons will, will go beyond science. Other classes will benefit from it mm -hmm. because the kids felt challenged. Like I said, these kids, are uh, most of them are highly gifted, mm -hmm. and they already know. Uh, mm -hmm. They can't just sit there and read read uh, stories or something. So mm -hmm. anything else you can do so you can challenge them. Right, right. Do you, do you think, um, you've been teaching a long time. You've, mm -hmm. you've been, uh, you're a veteran teacher. Um, do you feel like the what you've learned through your project is gonna change um, the way you approach your classes in the future? Yes. Yeah? I start changing it now <laughs> okay. because I know it's working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I go, if it's a new topic that I can find out a uh, good inquiry le lessons or lab, I, I do that. Mm -hmm. I'm working on it because I know it's, it's valuable and I know it works. Yeah, that's great. And um, have you thought about ways of sharing what you've learned with, with others at your school or, or even more broadly? Yes, in fact, I just emailed my assistant pr principal, who's going to be our assist our principal next year, mm -hmm. and our uh, principal who's in charge of science. And mm -hmm. I talked to them about you coming today and okay. talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I told them about my my action research and what I find out. And mm -hmm. I said it's really a good uh, idea and great learning strategies that we can incorporate and talk during the faculty meeting. Mm -hmm. So I'm still waiting what they're going to say. The <laughs> assistant principal who's in charge of science says, this is wonderful. This is great. Mm -hmm. so, so you're thinking about trying to share it with, your, with the faculty at the school? It, I, that's what I suggested with them, but yeah. I will definitely share it during our department meeting. Okay. I'm going to share it with my department and mm -hmm. say, hey, look, this is what I did. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, let's go sit together and mm -hmm. collaborate and plan great lessons for our kids and everyone will benefit. It's really not just, I really don't think it's just because they're gifted kids. Mm -hmm. Inquiry lessons benefits everyone. Your lower level, your middle kids, and your higher level, you just have to scaffold your teaching. Yeah, yeah. According to the ability of the kids that you teach. Right, yeah, that's right, that's good. All right, any, any last words about, about your experience with this project? 
No, I'm excited. And at the end, I think uh, you asked about uh, what other possible question that you might, might encounter. As a yeah. teacher, I'm very passionate about teaching. And this action research project motivate me even more. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. Additional question came up for future action research. How does work in collaborative group mediate learning in the classroom? Mm -hmm. So I want to find that out, especially our uh, because I have some students from my design, and uh, these are community students. These mm -hmm. are kids that's not motivated. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing a lot of, I said, well, maybe I can try about putting them into group. I started giving them a clock, mm -hmm. and then they looked around, and they make appointment in someone in the, in the, in mm -hmm. the room, and then I will tell them to take out your clock, and then mm -hmm. go sit with your nine o'clock appointment. Mm -hmm. First, I started with your one o'clock appointment because I know they choose their best friend closer mm -hmm. to one, sure, two, three, right. four, five. And then near the end, I start going to the nine o'clock. When I said it near the end, we go, oh man, they don't mm -hmm. like that person, but they're stuck. Mm -hmm. But I just want to let them know because sometimes I said that, you know, this is real world. Mm -hmm. In collaborative setting, sometimes you don't, Maybe you don't want to work with that person, but mm -hmm. that's the way real world work. Yeah, but right. if that's a project that you have when you're working in industry or in the corporate world or anywhere, and even here in, in, in school, because mm -hmm. sometimes there are some teachers that I don't like, but then the principal says I had to work with them. Mm -hmm. I just have to work with them, and, and I need to make sure I'm working contributing and doing something so our project is successful. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like the person, but mm -hmm. maybe in the long run, because you're working really well together, you, mm -hmm. beca you became friends. So right. that's, that's another bonus for you. So I start yeah. talking to them about that. Mm -hmm. Because some of these kids, nobody wants to work with them. Yeah, yeah. So that's which an, is sad. So yeah. this is an interest of yours in future research, yes. and looking at mm -hmm. strategies for developing those collaborative skills? Yes. Yeah, that sounds great. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, Maybe yeah. look at it, how well they work. And they really, truly are, uh, they work well. And then some of my IB kids, they learn compassionate. Yeah. Because some of them are, I said, can you be yeah. working with them? Oh, sure, Miss Mitchell. That's very important so, as well. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Great. So I got that and start <laughs> looking at it. So yeah. excited about it. Yeah, well, that's great. That's great. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it, and it's Thank been you. a real pleasure working with you. Thank you. Yeah. All right.